This is HPR episode 2333 entitled Virtual and Wrapper for Fish Shell. It is hosted by BEZ and is about 14 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is In this episode, talk about how I created my own virtual and wrapper like interface using Fish Shell. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Radio fans, this is Be Easy once again. So I'm going to do a quick little episode this week in response to BJB's excellent story about uh, virtual and wrapper. She did a great job in explaining it. I learned a lot, but uh, and she she briefly talked about how you can do virtual on with some other shells and. Uh, rightfully so, didn't want to get into all that because she wanted to keep her show tight and succinct, and I think she did a great job doing that. So I'm going to go into um, how I use a virtual of like wrapper for fish shell. So for anyone who's not familiar with fish shell, fish shell is an uh, alternative to bash, and from its man page, let's see, it is called... Um, Oh, that's, is that it? This is it. Fish shell is a smart, user-friendly command line shell for Mac OS Linux and the rest of the family. Uh, I've been using Fish for a couple of years now because I really like how it does auto-completion. And it has a nice little set of plugins and a nice ecosystem around it. I have actually started to script a little bit in it. Usually I script in bash just because I'm more familiar with bash scripting, but I have had uh, an opportunity to do some scripting in fish as well. It's not as a robust of a scripting language, but it's a much more useful, at least in my opinion, a much more useful shell. But one thing it doesn't have is it doesn't have a way to run virtual wrapper. When I first found out about virtual, like I've been using Python for a couple of years now as well, and I've been using virtual environments for that entire time, and I've just been you know finding my file and doing you know, source that directory bin activate, and I always saw in that and when you when you do that, there's always another file in there called activate fish and another one that's called activate.csh and activate.zsh. So. I didn't know what they were for, but I figured out later when I switched to fish shell that, yeah, if you did source bin uh, activate.fish, it would actually activate do a, so, uh, it would activate your fish um, a virtual environment in your fish shell in a similar manner as it does for uh, for bash. 
but there was no real way to to do it uh, e easily. So after I started to research a virtual of wrapper, I was like, well, how could I have a similar API to that? How could I have similar commands to that? So I updated my fish config file, and I'm going to go over right now the edits that I've made to that fish uh, config file to make it so that I have similar functionality. So the functionality that I'm, I'm talking about is a way to um, easily, with a single command, switch to a virtual environment, easily create a virtual environment, and um, destroy one. And then one extra thing that I made was a way to list all the virtual environments that I have in, um, active right now. So inside of my um, fish cell, I guess to get there, I have to go cd.config.fish slash config.fish. Yeah, so, so, and then um, cd.config.fish. Uh, and then I'm just going to go vim config.fish. And so inside of my, and I'm going to put this in the show notes, inside of my um, virtual environment, I have a lot of things, inside of my config, I have a lot of things going on. But one of the first things I do is I do a set-x, in all caps, virtual underscore all underscore disable underscore prompt one. And that's a way to, because I'm using a, a custom um, air, uh, power line shell, I'm telling the default fish to not use its way of adding a um, virtual of notification. Usually in bash or in fish, inside of parentheses, you'll see, you'll see um, what the virtual environment you're currently in. And I turn that off because the air, the power line that I'm using show, um, shows which virtual environment it already, so it's kind of redundant. And I'm including, I think, e either as a cover picture or inside the show notes, a picture of um, what it looks like when I'm in a virtual environment. So so I, I used, um, and BJV talked about this a little bit, um, about how you can use aliases and I, and you can use aliases and functions in fish shell as well. And so for this purpose, um, I also made another, um, another item called, um, export, uh, set, uh, no, I'm doing export set all caps work on underscore home equals my home directory slash EMVS. And that's my, um, so I store all my, I want to store all my, uh, virtual environments in this directory. And so I have a alias called, um, LS EMVS, which is list LS alms. And that's a way for me to list all my virtual environments. And what I'm, and what I'm doing here is I'm running uh, this alias. I'm doing LS, LS dash M. And then um, dollar sign work on home. Pipe that into sed, and I'm removing a backslash out of there in my sed command. And what that is doing, the ls slash m, if you don't know about that, it actually adds a comma. It, it puts all of your list, um, that ls command, comma separated. So 
when they run the set command, it takes out there's a there's an extra um, backslash. Uh, there's an extra forward slash at the end of uh, at the end of every one of those directories. So I don't want to see that extra forward slash. So I just say said, um, you know, s forward slash backslash forward slash forward slash g. And that's just saying, whenever you find a forward slash, get rid of it with nothing. Replace it with nothing. So my first command is lsalls. When I do lsalls, I, I see a comma-separated list of all my virtual environments. And then I have um, two, uh, two functions, uh, three functions. What's that? Yes, a couple. Uh, there's four functions, actually, because two of them are kind of the same. Um, so one of them is, um, MK virtual of two. And that one is if I wanted to use virtual all. So the command I'm doing and when I, when I run that, if I would write MK virtual of two is virtual of dash P Python two, um, dollar sign work on home slash um, dollar sign argv semicolon and source dollar sign work on home slash dollar sign argv slash bin slash activate dot fish um, semicolon and echo virtual environment created in um in double quotes. So what that is doing is I'm just writing a little function that says when I type in make MK virtual 2 and then some text afterward, I'm going to make a new virtual environment called that text with using the pipe, using Python 2 as the Python interpreter. Um, the only time I really use Python 2 nowadays is if I'm looking at some legacy code or if I'm using fabric, which is a way, it's like a Python wrapper around um, SSH. It's a good way of describing it. So I manage my Raspberry Pis with Fabric and some servers that I, I, I use all the time. So things like reboot or update or that kind of stuff, I just have some Fabric commands to do. So I can say all these things all the same time, update. All these things all the same time, reboot. Um, anyway, so um, usually I use Python 3. So I have another my one that's just called MK Virtual All. I don't put a 3 after it because that's my normal one is virtual of dash p python 3 and everything else about that is the same so i'm still going to make a virtual of on workout home slash dollar sign argv which is the argument that i'm entering and then sourcing the activate.fish file and then saying virtual environment has been created all right so now i have lsalms to list all my virtual environments, MK virtual or MK virtual of two to make new ones, and then once I make one, I you know I do pip install whatever I want to install or pip install dash r requirements.txt. If I already have a file that has all the list of all the all the things I want to install, so that's nice. And then my next one is um, RM virtual of, which as it sounds like it's remove. Uh, our virtual env environment. So in here, it's a little bit different, and this is how 
um, fish is different from bash in the way it does um, in the way it does tests. And I'm not going to go into the details about how fish works with this, but I'll just show the command it, um, and how bash differs. It's like a whole other thing. So I'm, I'm going to avoid it for now. But inside of there, I have if test dash n and then quotes um, dollar sign room virtual olive deactivate end and then rm dash rf work on home slash argv semicolon and echo virtual environment deleted. So what that is doing is saying if there is, if that virtual environment exists, then delete it. Oh, if that virtual environment, if, if I am in that virtual environment right now, so that's what the, the dollar sign, uh, if test dash n in, in, in double quotes, dollar sign virtual underscore of, that is a, that is a fish variable that says, you know, your current virtual environment that you're in. And so I'm saying, by saying if test dash n, I'm saying if that exists, then deactivate. So if I'm in a virtual environment, deactivate it first and then remove it. Otherwise, it'll just skip that and just remove it. So now I can list them, I can create them, but I haven't, I don't have an easy way to get into one. So I use the similar command from virtual wrapper, which is work on. And so I made a function. I wanted to do it in an alias, but I decided to make a function out of it because I didn't know if I was going to add more stuff to it later. But I haven't, so I probably could just make it an alias. But my function called work on is just source dollar sign work on home slash dollar sign argv slash bin slash activate fish semicolon and the word and echo switch to virtual switch to virtual environment. And as it sounds like, I'm just sourcing that file. So if I say, if I make up a, for instance, that fabric virtual environment, I'll say work on fabric and then it'll switch me. It'll say switch to virtual environment and then you'll see that I'll be in the fabric virtual environment. So that's it. It's pretty simple. Um, I really appreciate, uh, BJB's post. I, I don't want to go too far in the weeds with, uh, with fish or with Python, but I find both of these things in my daily life just help me tremendously. And I encourage other new, uh, new committers and new submitters to Hacker Public Radio. And I hope BJB continues, you know, to, to submit because I really like uh, hearing what she has to say. So for now, that's it from Be Easy and from here in uh, Central Command, keep hacking. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. 
unless otherwise stated. Today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.